Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, plebs, thank you for tuning in to the Once Bitten podcast and rejoining me after uh, six to nine months since we first recorded a young man, Alessandro. Please go and follow him on Twitter if you're not already. Such an inspiring young man, brilliant young mind. Really appreciate him coming back, return of the pleb, because he's had a lot more things going on in his young mind as he is uh, navigating his way through one of the... uh, top fiat economic universities in Italy. Uh, Stick around for this one. You're going to love where his thought process is going. And I really appreciate him coming on and trying to discuss these big ideas in a second language. uh, It just gives me so much hope for the future when such young people are thinking the way that Alessandro is. So huge respect. Now, before we get into the show, please make sure you are checking out the show sponsors. Like I've been saying, they're all in the show notes. Just hit these links and you will be taken straight to a landing page that's going to save you some cash. In the um, in the form of Swan Bitcoin, for example, you're going to get a free $10 when you open an account with them and start stacking. Set up a weekly, monthly, daily buy, whatever it is that you can do that you can afford. That's for the US listeners. For Europe listeners, you can do that at Relay, R-E-L-A i.ch again hit the show notes you're going to save on fees set up your stacking with coin corner in the uk and across europe that's an exchange you can also set up auto buys and they've got loads of great things like sats back on any purchases that you buy direct from um, hundreds thousands of consumers that they've got on there now so definitely go set up and you can set up your own ln uh, url mine is Daniel Prince at coincorner.com where I can receive lightning payments straight into my Coin Corner account. Uh, across Europe as well, serving Europe and those out of the UK, Bitcoin Reserve, they have two services, a flash service where you can buy directly with your card, uh, or they have a white glove service for those that are looking to tie on a big position. Make sure you're stacking safe. Use the Bitbox 02 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. .ch. And if you want to get to Miami for the conference, make sure you use the code BITTEN at checkout or hit the show, uh, hit the links in the show notes. I've gone way over the music. <laughs> I'm losing it. It's it's a Christmas, uh, Christmas brain fart. But let's do the episode now with Alessandro again to thank you all for listening. Uh, enjoy the end of this year and let's hope for an amazing 2022. Take care, plebs. Enjoy the show. All right, we're back with Uber Pleb, Alessandro Valentino, my friend. It's great to see you again. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? Very good. Very good. Now, Lauren, you remember last time Alessandro, he told you a story about a princess and a dragon and yes. he linked that all into, yes. uh, into Bitcoin. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> this is one of the guys I actually remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've interviewed too many people, okay? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Do you have any questions? Then? Um. So yeah, what what do you like about Bitcoin? What I like about Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. 
gives me freedom to choose. Wow. That's so important. <laughs> I didn't think of that. That is so important. It yeah. gives you freedom to choose. Right. And and uh, do you like Bitcoin more than you did when we first met? Uh, I would say that I, it's not that I, I love Bitcoin. It's it just that it is what it is. And it gives me freedom to choose. So like... If you, if you care about freedom, yeah, I, I love Bitcoin. <laughs> that, that, okay. That's my answer, actually. Right. Okay. So last time we spoke, um, I can't remember last time we spoke, actually. I should have checked the date. Uh, do you remember, Alessandro? It was like March or something. I'm not, I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> so I guess, I guess your question was kind of... Um, asking you know what's gone on between march and now and has alessandro uh felt even more convicted about bitcoin or you're still at the same level of conviction has anything happened over the last six to nine uh, months whenever it's been that, that we last spoke i i mean uh like personally i graduated i did my bachelor thesis in, on bitcoin and yeah and like more about bitcoin i learned so much about myself and, and that, that's so much like powerful and it's great to dig the rabbit hole and like Bitcoins where all is started actually. Because it ma makes you like uh, make questions and every time you have questions, you like, I want to learn more and you, you think, like makes you think. And actually like, because it's something new, that wasn't there in the past. Like you have to figure it out yourself. Like there is no uh, academic or something like, you have to uh, understand it fundamentally and you do it by your own. Like it's true uh, way to uh, learn about things. And that, that, that's the, like don't trust verify, it's true. <laughs> like, it's a never-ending process. Right. I got lots okay. I want to talk to about that. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you need to run off then? Uh, yes, I actually need to go. I got breakfast and tea on the table and then I have to go upstairs, like literally run upstairs. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I thanks for your bro. questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 See you sometime See you. else. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas. I don't know if uh, she will and join. Merry it. Christmas. He's saying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Straight back at you, my friend. Straight back at you. Right. So for those people that didn't catch our first interview, let's just give them a quick update of, of who you are and, um, you know, the, the stage of life that you're in at the moment. So um, you, you're, you're still at university. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I'm like doing a master, um, double degree at SEC Bocconi. And actually on the 17th of uh, January, we'll move to Singapore. So I really, was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hopefully like uh, yesterday, I had a crazy test for a health condition. I had to do like HIV test, tuberculosis test, you know, all these rules like, okay. But yeah, I didn't write the rules. So I just have to follow for the moment. <laughs> and the um what, what are you going to be studying you, this is for further studies yeah, uh, yeah management management uh, yeah it's master studies wh whereabouts 
management. Uh, we learn a little bit of marketing, human resources, uh, and you know how to manage an organization and things like that. Uh, also, uh, grounded uh, economics and uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and this is know, at uh, uh, Singapore University or it's uh, a school. Uh, it's, or? No, it's like um, uh, because. I am a Bocconi student. Like I did my bachelor in Bocconi, and uh, then I I like doing this double degree, which is a master with uh, which is like uh, um, I would say uh, like Bocconi and the SEC are true schools. So they um, they are just doing this type of course, and I chose this one because I could uh, allow me to travel around the world and. Yeah, learn more, more stuff. All right, man. Well, when you get there, drop me some DMs. We we lived in Singapore for fifteen years, so I know oh, the place like yeah, the back of my hand. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I, I will write you uh, if you can suggest me any place to go and you know. Do, uh, yeah, uh, you I, already have. I have been there like for five days because, like, um, uh, in the third year of high school. I did like the some uh, three uh, summer uh, summer uh, exchange. I went to Australia, and the organization like uh, said, if you want, you can do like a mini stay in Singapore. So I I saw a little bit of Singapore. Uh, it was great. I really enjoyed my time there. <laughs> well, good for you, man. Well, yeah, you know, all the best. Uh, really hope uh, everything goes well and uh, no more madness. Kind of. Uh, hinders anything that um we're looking to do especially when you're just trying to learn and further your life uh you know all yeah. of these barriers that keep being put up in front of us uh to stop us it's been a tough couple of years right especially for you in um in italy yeah like things are going crazy here i can but i i still like uh think that doesn't really uh, affect you if you don't want you to be affected like mm -hmm. everything is like in your mind already and like yeah you can like wear the mask and uh follow the rules but if you don't really believe that the rules are real like doesn't really it, it looks like a, a theater like every time you like for instance like yesterday uh i had like a birthday party at dinner and everyone was uh before entering with the masks, everyone, everyone distance, and then we went inside and we were all together like normal people do. So that's like uh, we say cognitive dissonance with rules and reality. So okay, and uh, talking about that, like I, I, I don't know, I, you you do the questions I ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's um, what been on your mind i suppose is the uh is kind of the the first thing to to ask you about because when okay. we was when we were speaking before we we went down the rabbit hole of uh of oh, many different things and you reached out on the dms and you're like i'm i'm ready to to go again and yeah, so yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you've clearly got something that's percolating yeah. up here in in that dome of yours which i'd love to kind of pull out of you and, and have a discussion about so okay okay uh, i would like to talk about game theory and the importance of uh, narratives and incentives. So like to start, I would say, okay, let, let's do an example. Like let's think about Monopoly game. Have you ever played Monopoly? Sure, yeah. Yes, yeah. What, what are the most important things? First, there are the rules. So what are the rules of the game? 
I'm asking you. <laughs> okay. What are the rules of the game? This is one thing, actually, I, I, I've come to realize how much I detested the game of Monopoly. If I look back at my youth when I was a young kid, yeah. learning how to play the game, I never, ever, really, ever enjoyed it. I always hated playing it, sitting down to play it with people. And I think now when I think about back about that, I'm like, why? Why was that? And I think basically there was like an intuition within me telling me like to win this game, you've got to basically bankrupt everybody else. And yeah. that just doesn't seem great. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, since studying a bit more about the the rules of Monopoly and um, the kind of ethos behind it, uh, there's a there's a great line in the instructions that says if the bank ever runs out of money, you can just yeah. print your own and write down your own pieces yeah, that, of paper. That, that, that's kind of like, okay, because we are because we know this stuff, but that's kind of cheat code. Like, um, if you know the rules, like, yeah, everyone gets uh, some money at, this, at the beginning, everyone starts with the same money. Then, depending on how we, the players decide to play, like, you randomly assign properties or you just like you throw the dice and you go to the property and you decide to whether to buy it or not. So like, so th these are the rules. And yeah, yeah. First, first thing, before playing any game, be careful to follow, the, to, to read the rules, understand carefully. Okay, that, that's the first thing about games in every, every aspect of our lives. So what are the players in uh, Monopoly? Uh, Monopoly, like, like the classic board, there was the, the pier, there was uh, the shoes, there was like they, they didn't uh, did multiple versions of this game, and like doesn't really matter uh, the players. Like you can be whatever, but you have to have a strategy. Okay, so what what like if you think about now, what what should be the right strategy to win the game? Ah. <sighs> like which player do you want to be first and if you're smart you you will answer like go, go, go. when when you say which player do you want to be do you mean like uh, which little token do you pick or I mean, you... you can you can choose like that's the game you, you have the rules yeah which player would you like to be the, the in the english game you had the top hat a car, a dog. Yeah. Uh, these these are the little these are the little things that you could choose to move uh, around the board, right? Is, is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Also. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the strategy. Yeah. Okay. So you you pick the top hat, and I guess the the strategy would be just buy the first thing that you land on, buy as much as you can that first two or three times around the board. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Okay. So first, uh, I would say, like, if you're really smart, you'll be the bank. Because the bank, by the rules, cannot lose. Oh, okay. So you choose to be the bank, right. Okay. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you, like, think, like, games can be thought as finite games and infinite games. Like, in the rules, it said, like, if you play, like, infinite times, there will be ones which, like, all the players never dies. Like you cannot go bank. Like everyone throw the dice and they always um, landed in, in their own property. And um, in the long run, like because you start from the beginning, the bank has to give you money like, from the start, you know? 
So mm-hmm. if you play infinite times, there will be one occasion like where nobody really goes bankrupt. Okay. And so like the rules said basically the bank cannot lose. Like she can always take a piece of paper and keep on players play. Okay. So what what does this tell us? Um, so first, like we all believe that monopoly game is fine again. Okay. Actually, if you play infinite times, could be infinite games. So uh, what is the best strategy? Uh, like if you follow the rules, like you can have like um, where nobody cheats, uh, you, you basically, yeah, you, you buy stuff and it's pretty random. It's pretty fair because that, that's, that, that's how the rules are written. But if you ever played like Monopoly reality, you know that there are some tricks, some cheat codes. Like for instance, um, if you know the guy who, is the, who stays in the bank, you say, okay, hey man, uh, I need like 500 euros more. I'll buy you an ice cream after that. And you like start cheating. Or another strategy could be, hey, uh, I don't know, shoes. Uh, Let's make an alliance. Like we we make all other players like die, so we can play eventually. We 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 choose, and we increase the probability of winning. And the, the game is like you win when everyone everybody loses. But actually, like when when the finish when you finish playing, everything comes back to the bank. Okay, so. Uh, the question is like, is the game real? I mean, the, the, there is a big difference between like the game as you think, as you imagine, and reality. Mm-hmm. If you ever played, like there, there are these kind of incentives like, to cheat. Why? Yes. Because everyone wants to win. Okay, and you win by like. You, you can have, like think about uh, outside the box. It's like, I want to bring at every cost size, so I will um, try to make other players uh, friends of mine, or like, I can rob, uh, I would say, I can speak to the bank and promise something later. And that's the, so, so is the game equals to the reality of the game? I, yeah, I would say there's a lot of um, crossovers, especially when you think about um, an- another analogy for you is uh, if you were to go and play Monopoly uh, with some different friends or family, for example, and they pull out the board and then you sit down and you play the rules and then they might have just a quirky little rule that I remember yeah. this, like that you land on free parking and all of a sudden I was playing Monopoly with some friends and they landed on free parking and they got free $500 or something. I'm like, huh? What do you get yeah. that for? Oh, that's, that's the rules we play here. So I'm like, what? So wait, you land on free parking and then you get 500 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, what? It doesn't even say that in the rules. And like it to, and an analogy to this is, you know, different rules in different jurisdictions or different countries or whatever else. So, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Good, 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 good. Like now, like we can think about monopoly and like transpose to reality what we see. Okay. Imagine like monopoly, like 
every big country is playing its monopoly game. Mm -hmm. And the players can be everything, like a corporation, uh, I don't know, NGO, uh, or you can be, uh, I don't know, uh, landlord. Landlord, you can be uh, anyone you want. Okay. So, um, and inside these uh, countries, there are other monopoly games. Okay. So, mm -hmm. like in Italy, we have, okay, we have uh, Europe, we have Italy, then we have regions, then we have uh, cities, and then we have uh, municipality, and then like game into game into game into game into game into game. Into game, into game. And the rules always change. Like they, they made up the rules. Mm -hmm. But like, um, so like thinking uh, macro, macro. Um, in real life, uh, I have to take the quotes. Um, was by, um, sorry. Uh, 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 um. So, uh, Eric Kissinger said, who controls the food supply controls the people. Okay. Who controls the energy can control the whole continents and who controls the money can control all the world. Okay. Because by the rules, by the rules, like when Christine Lagarde said, oh, the ACB cannot go bankrupt. And it's true. They cannot go bankrupt. They can keep on playing this game as long as players decide to play. And like thinking monopoly game, like in real terms, like you cannot cheat time, okay? I was born, I started to understand the rules of the game, like while I was growing. And I said, okay, okay, okay. But is the game fair? Everyone started like with the same amount of money. No, because you, like, you cannot stop time, okay? Once you start playing, that becomes an infinite game. You cannot stop, you can, cannot back, go back. Time is a continuum, nobody can cheat time, okay? So I asked myself, is this a game which I wanna play? Am I incentivized to play? Like, apparently I could say yes. Like, I'm from like a kind of wealthy family. I mean, I go to private university and stuff, but while I was learning the rules, I said, I don't want to play this game. I really don't. I don't care what you say. I, I refuse, I reject the rules. Because the game is cheat, like cheats, like incentivize people to cheat. Because when you start like talking to the bank and say, hey, lend me like some money, like, we are friends. And this is like the contrast between game and reality. I mean, in the game, everything looks pretty rational. Like everyone follow the rules. The reality is there is no really a rule. Like there are people, there are people that um, decide to play, uh, you know, uh, academia for academics, for instance. Like you begin, you were a child, you become, uh, 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 you grow up, you turn 18, everyone say, oh, you are an adult now. You go and vote, you can have a say. And then you have to learn, you get the piece of paper 
and people gives you accountability and gives you credibility because you follow the rules of the game, okay? But actually, like all these rules doesn't really matter if you don't, if you don't really want to play rules. Like, for instance, when I started like uh, studying economics and finance, like I did like Bocconi is like uh, one of the peak Fiat University, if you think. Right? <laughs> like Noria Rubini was uh, graduating in Bocconi and stuff. So, um, so they they decided like, okay, let's play this game, and they self like proclaimed the player like. If you think about it, like you are whatever you want to be, okay? When you're born, like you ask your child, what, what do you want to be? And you gave like uh, a set of options, okay? Because you're already playing a game and you like understanding the game, you gave some options. The truth is that that you can literally made up a new player. Like whenever like uh, a child is born, he doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. like, you're starting narrating the rules and the rules are not like real. Like you, the rules that you're telling your, your child are the, the personal interpretation of you already playing the game, trying to like give you uh, the best strategy to win the game. Okay. But this is like an infinite game. I mean, human history, like if you start, if you start like from the beginning, really beginning, it's something mm -hmm. like writing, writing. And so. That's where, I, just, I, just, 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 just to jump in there, that's where, where, that's where so many people get trapped in the game, especially parents, because they have their, yeah. their, their baby. They believe like, you, you like you believe that your strategy is the winning one, like and you like uh, somehow exclude all other possibilities can become. Okay. Mm -hmm. So So the, uh, the, the, the natural kind of default um, set of rules a new parent is going to follow is the kind of my baby uh, you, you're full of love and uh, emotion and everything to begin with, you know, you've felt something like you've uh -huh. never ever felt like before, yeah. believe me. Uh, and then of course, you just want the best for for your child, that's completely natural. Then people get pulled into this idea of, all right, it's got to be this school, they've got to get these grades, they've got to get this certificate, then they're going to go to this university. Uh -huh. And you've got kids, especially in the US, this happens, you've got kids on wait lists for kindergarten because the parents have seen like this is their interpretation of the rules of the game and this is what is going to be the best game to play for their kids without even realizing that these rules are going to they're moving targets they are going to change infinitely over the yeah. next 15 to 20 years you, you know like um the every constant in uh, history like the, the only constant in history is that everything changes okay so like what is painful about change is not the change itself, is the opposition to the change. Because people are so grounded in their reality, in their player, they believe that, that this is real. Mm -hmm. And they 
impose their narrative to the children. And you can see like everywhere, literally everywhere. So like digging into the rabbit hole, uh, you, you start asking a lot of questions. And like first, like I, like I did this process. So, okay, I, I know the rules, like Bitcoin is basically the cheat code. I mean, if we know the rules about the game, we know that the bank, the, the, like, the central banks cannot go bankrupt. So like you can imagine like um, the, the amount of money that must be created out of thin air money, we, we would like the most appropriate term would be currency. Um, it's following an exponential curve, okay? So in a, like if you think about like finite games, like our place, like our parents believe in finite games, but if you think in infinite games, it doesn't make any sense. Like how can you, like if money uh, is a tool for humans to describe their preferences and their beliefs and uh, yeah, convince others that their beliefs are better than others, how can you value something that is infinite? Mm. There's no, there's no point in that. Plus, like all new players that that start playing, they felt, they felt like left behind. Like they say, okay, okay, I have to go. Like for instance, the U.S., uh, they have to go in depth to get a piece of paper to then maybe find a job and repay the debt. What's the point of the game? <laughs> Who wants to play this shitty game? Especially if you like you are like my age. I don't want to play it. I, I could play it, but I don't want because I choose not to. Because I believe it's so much better to start playing another game. And uh, paradoxically, like Bitcoin is the ultimate cheat, cheat code for the previous game. Like you cannot like why? Why? Because you cannot cheat time. Okay, you cannot cheat time. And, and of course my generation, like, okay, like I, I attended like many economic courses, like yesterday I did, no, two days ago I did an exam on uh, economic prospects and like three or four packs of slides were like sustainable finance, sustainable uh, economic system and stuff. I said, what is about sustainable if, Literally, all the system is turning around uh, the Fed, which is actually in reality is just a man who is pretty old, and everyone plays that game and believes that what he says is real. Okay, so they keep reinforcing why why, why they believe that they are real because because they are already in the game. Okay, once you self-assign yourself like academia for instance they are not so open-minded as they looks to be they want to protect themselves making themselves like i can teach you stuff okay i can i can give you the rules through this there is no rule okay like the only rule that i can imagine is time and energy okay you cannot cheat time you cannot cheat like Basically, I, I always say, like, what, what does it matter? Like, energy, energy is all that matters. Indeed, matter is just another form of energy. 
So, okay. Now, um, what I, I'll try to explain what what I think. Okay. So, uh, if you remove all the narratives, all the rules, everything, like you have to throw everything you know in the bin, and I ask yourself, who are you? Uh, it's a question. Who are you? <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, who am I? If you've removed all of the narratives, all of the games, absolutely everything. Well, well, I guess you're free. First of all, you you have um, you have infinite choice in which way you want to take your life. Like that, there's there's nothing stopping you moving. There's nothing stopping you, uh, you know, building whatever it is that you want to build. Or yeah, yeah the, you, you're a blank canvas, I suppose, a complete blank slate. The, 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 the real answer you don't know. Okay. Right. Uh, now, now, like um, digging even more, like if you think, like you cannot even uh, believe to exist if you don't think. Like Cartesio said, cogito ergo sum. Okay. If you don't, like humans, like, I, I think that like, humans as we define, like language is like an abstraction of ideas and kind of help us to um, resonate with ourselves and with reality itself to describe things. Like language, the same language was made up. Everything is like um, out of a necessity, like uh, for humans to cooperate, okay? And like this was, um, so what is the main difference between uh, humans and all other species in, on the planet? Like, and this is, was described by Yuval Harari in um, Sapiens. So humans are the only one who can make up stories, they can think, and they can like through words, through a good narrative, make believe that the narrative is true and then cooperate because, because the idea is what that matters. Like the idea that the game is fair, Monopoly game is fair, makes players play. Okay, mm -hmm. so, so, um, so, so here like what, what I kind of realized, but I, 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 like, I, I can, I can try to explain to you, but I cannot understand for you. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so if, if everything like uh, you see, it's real, it's because someone in the past believed that was a good idea and it tried to make it happen. And like, for instance, like uh, Plato, Plato, Plato said like, Ideas are like in the hyperuranium, okay? They do not exist, okay? If you, if you try to uh, analyze re reality with ideas, you will fail because ideas are ideas, reality is completely different, okay? So, but ideas are important. Ideas are important because it gives you some sort of illusion, some sort of deception that what you think like what you do makes sense. It's all like self-constructed. 
Like for instance, metrics. Like everyone asks asks uh, uh, the question: um, Are we living in a simulation? And like, the answer is kind of because everyone believes, like that, like believes what he personally uh, interpreted. Like everyone, like value. Like value fundamentally is subjective, like, and you can see like Austrian economics were right. Okay, for instance, when, when they talk about science, for instance, like, uh, there is a bell curve. Okay, you can put all the data. Okay, uh, all the data. What does it matter? What does it matter? It matters how you value, for instance, probability of getting COVID. Okay, so uh, yeah, you can say uh, if you get the booster, you have like uh, X probabilities of. Uh, but what, what does really matter is how you value that probability in respect to your own terms, okay? So, so the whole idea like in uh, classical Keynesian economics, that there is a rational actor, there is like uh, the perfect uh, uh, policy, it's an idea. And just a fool like tries to make an idea real. Okay, so reality uh, is kind of uh, um, some of narratives that sometimes work, sometimes not. So that we have like this cognitive dissonance between like what, what is good, what, like for instance, public health. Does it really exist public health? No, it, uh, what exists is private health, your health, like, but, but, but people believe, believe that there is uh, public health. People believe in, in the state, right? The state is just another fiction. For instance, like Italy, Italy. Who are the Italians? There is no Italian. Like who, who was the first Italian? The first who said, I am Italian was like Garibaldi. And he decided, okay, I'm Italian. Let's build a new game where we have Italy and Italians, but Italians were like collated by the idea of freedom, the idea of building a better game, a better world. And that, that's like all the narrative. But to do so, like you have to have a compelling narrative that is offers hope and uh, gives the illusion that you can, the illusion that it's also becoming reality because if you believe it, you can make a change, you will do it, you, you will make a change. And you can improve things. So, like, um, so, and everything changes. For instance, like, we language itself. We started like with uh, pictograms, okay? Like a uh, small, like in Egypt, you you, you assign like uh, value or something, and a uh, bird is letter A. Like, it's all a process of optimization and a way to better describe uh, what you think and expresses them in reality, or at least try to do it. So then, then for instance, language, like we have Italiano, we have uh, uh, English, we have German, we have Chinese, we have Japanese. Like, what does it mean? Is it language universal? No, it's made up. By whom? Uh, different people that perceive it reality in different ways 
But is it good that we can all like kind of uh, uh, express ideas through one language, for instance, English? Okay, I had to learn English. Like if you, like now, if you don't learn English, you are like felt behind from all the ideas that came up. So, so we start with, like, we set a kind of protocol, okay? Like, um, why? Because we have to kind of agree, make sense of reality. So we, 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 we made like length. Length, we, we couldn't build stuff without uh, an idea that one meter is one meter. Okay, so what, how much is one meter? Nobody knows, one meter is one meter. We made up and that's one meter. But is that idea useful in the real life? Yes because it allows you to exchange information, going perfect, like kind of perfect information, and allows you to, like through the idea, you can use in practice and build stuff, okay? So like, for instance, for instance, um, like mathematics. So, so. so for instance, like for mathematics, um, what is mathematics? Mathematics are just numbers, okay? Um, and the Romans, Romans like uh, they had like they they used to think that uh, that's my personal interpretation, by the way. Like everything is real. Like if you think one, like you see, like a person, like if you go to pictograms, like people describe themselves as one because they they see it and they say that is real, that is one. So like uh, one, two, three, and then like all the numbers of Romans are not just. Uh, Lines, lines. Then came like the Arabs. The Arabs brought zero. What is zero? Zero is the idea that something does not exist, but exists because it's like part of reality itself. Because as you like think and you act with that idea, you create reality. Okay. So like, the ultimate evolution of uh, language is uh, binary. Okay, and what is binary code? Just one and zero. And what is one? Like my present, one is what is real, zero is what is not real. Okay? And you can create everything with this. Everything, there is no limit. Because reality itself is a mix, like is a continuum of what we think and we act like with our ideas and we create reality while doing this. For instance, like, uh, uh, like um, the more like you go deeper with this idea, and the, the more it makes sense to see all everybody reactions. For instance, um, I don't know. Like today, um, I watched like this this uh, uh, news. I said, pedophilia sixty. Who identifies as a female is jailed for 20 months after having a cocaine fueled sex with a dog. That's a news. Okay. <laughs> That's a weird news feed. Like... Yeah. No, I mean, is this real? Right. Like, like she, like he or she identifies, like he's probably a male, uh, but he identifies himself as female. And he had like sex with cocaine with a dog. So he, he, he believed that and he did it. Okay, so like 
why Bitcoin matters? Okay, like we we have to like beautiful. Like if you think, okay, everyone um, can think on its own. You can do everything. Itself, but we need rules. Okay, we, we we need rules. But we need rules that are grounded in reality. And the only reality that I can think about it is that everything. Like if you think the Big Bang was big explosion, okay? So it's just energy, poor, poorest form of energy. And with energy, like Einstein uh, with the relativity theory said like energy equals to mc squared. And in that formula, you have energy and time, basically. You cannot cheat time. So, uh, so, uh, how can I explain this? So Bitcoin, what, what is, what, why Bitcoin and not cheat coins? Okay. Because, because like Bitcoin is the idea, is, what was, I don't know, Satoshi Nakamoto, who is, uh, who are they, if she is, doesn't matter. What does matter is the idea and the realization of the idea in software, which is byproduct of like they are limited the possibilities that we can create. Okay, like you can do everything. Like literally, and they are building metaverse in in uh, in uh, in uh, on the internet and stuff. So they try to sell shit coins and stuff. But why Bitcoin? Bitcoin Bitcoin is re like is real because two things because it uses energy like. Using energy is not a feel, it's the only thing that grounded it in reality. Because when you like, we are all like, uh, I, I believe to this, my these are my ideas. Okay, I think about humans as uh, the ultimate power, like the ultimate uh, form of energy that are so smart that they can uh, play with themselves. Okay, so. What, what's, uh, so uh, uh, I would say like humans are like, yeah, this kind of ultimate form of energy that, that can basically create everything they can think about. They can eventually create it. And so Bitcoin is real because it's grounded to, to energy and it requires energy to, to be sustained. And like players, uh, will inevitably, at least from my point of view, um, choose, okay? That, that's like choosing what you, uh, what you believe it's real. So Bitcoin is becoming its, its own reality because so many people start believing it's real, but because indeed it consumes energy, and we are already like, uh, I'm, I'm losing the, the plot, but. Uh, <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing fantastically. The, the, the fact that you're, you're, you're thinking this deeply about these topics and probably thinking through them in Italian and then trying to get these points across in English at such a young age is, you blow my mind. It's amazing. Okay, so like, connecting with the idea of Kissinger. Like when you connect energy and money, you have like really powerful combination. Okay. 
like really like what what you really need like we are energy okay if we if we believe like we have a mass we are some sort of energy and we need other energy like we we call it food chemical energy we need ourselves to um, eat and uh, everyone should be able to choose freely what we eat so like and everyone believes oh i will eat only meat or i will eat only bugs and then there are narratives that tells you what to eat what not to eat but the reality is that you can actually choose what to eat but you like in the system like we are playing here we are kind of deceived by the price that this that can distorts reality okay itself um so i i completely lost uh, well you 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 pulling us yeah, make me questions because I can answer and I can <laughs> you, were, you were pulling on a thread of you, you were tying all of this back you, you've gone on this, uh, this 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 journey and this arc and bringing it back to that Kissinger quote so I could see exactly where you were where you were going with this uh, so you, you, we're now back to um, what, what was the quote again from Kissinger he who controls the food he who controls the energy he who controls the money right so yeah. now we've got money and energy intertwined uh, because we have Bitcoin. Yeah. Those two I, things we can put a big tick next to. Now, okay, the, the, okay. The, the next question is like the third leg of this is who's still in control of the food and how can we take that back? Um, is that where you were kind of leading? No, no, no. Uh, like Michael Saylor uh, said like uh, money is like energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, it gives you... Uh, the influence, uh, the ability to influence other people. So, like those who can print unlimited money, kind of have the illusion to have the influence mm-hmm. to other people because people that don't really like to read the rules and think about themselves and a lot of stuff is really complicated to explain. But but um, that matters. Like if you can like some somehow shape the narrative following the law, like your incentives to win the game. That is an infinite game again. So now you can make sense of, uh, you know, World Economic Forum, uh, all the conspiracy theories and stuff. There, there is no, like, there, like, from my point of view, there, there is, doesn't really exist a conspiracy theory. It's like just what people think. And if, if, if as many people think that it's real, then it becomes real and then, other people uh, will find consensus about that, okay? But individually, you are the always, you are the only one who can choose what is real, not is real. Mm-hmm. It, it's, uh, and you choose so, Bitcoin to be real, and you don't choose the uh, IMF to be real. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's the, the power of, free, like, real freedom is choose to, believe what you want to believe and make it like make it happens okay and this so, idea uh, of this idea of energy again uh and um being linked to money uh obviously the the, the most literal link there is the the miners you know that they're burning energy uh, all of the time to mine the bitcoin and secure the network and all of that but then this other kind of branch the idea of money is a representation of the energy yeah. that you have expended personally to to yeah. uh, earn that money. 
and every time the the central banks around the world Brilliant. inflate the monetary base that's yeah. you know if we get to the base definition of inflation is an increase in the the, the monetary supply that that act alone is um a direct violation basically of the private property right that you have earned uh, I, i.e I, your money i completely agree because uh, they I, are stealing with every time they print money into the game they are stealing the energy well the, yeah. the private property that you know whether that's if, if we class money as private property mm-hmm. they're devaluing that immediately and uh, that- money, money is the representation of uh your time your effort your your sacrifice your yeah. yeah sacrifice like you spent your time and you cannot print more time okay so like you you made decisions uh based on like your personal decision based on uh yeah time preference and based on time their preference. game rules right yeah, you, yeah you've been you've been following their game to expend yeah. this energy and to make these sacrifices and everything else that has gone along with that to comply to those rules to win that money a representation of all of that and of all of your compliance and uh, you know getting the certificates going to universities getting the job yeah. doing all of this thing everything you know you've been taught to do your whole life which then just gets in an instant devalued we don't actually yeah, yeah. what's the, the real problem with um with the, uh, the, the, the idea of uh, fiat money is that if you have no real cost of, and no real repercussions uh, in, uh, uh, in, uh, in printing more money, because you know, in democracy, like politicians have always the incentive to make promises. So they, uh, they, they made up stories and say, okay, I will solve uh, like uh, all the problems of the world. Just give me, more money so they go to the central bank. Well, what happened in 2008 was really uh, the cognitive dissonance that state and uh, and central banks are not like divided by a wall, okay? It's like saying in the Monopoly game, I, I saw you cheating. I, I saw you talking to the central bank. The central bank is not like uh, fair anymore. They are subjected to the incentive of the politicians that are subjected to the incentives of the voters. And the voters, the more you print, the more you subtract energy from uh, basically uh, majority of the people. Like, that's why like, we increase wealth inequality and stuff. The more the perverse incentive is perpetuated in the infinite game that keeps on making promises, but without real reper- repercussions in real life, because you, know, you can always blame the next one. Like what, why people feel so disenfranchised to with uh, democracy and stuff because doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you because at the at the heart of this, you 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 cannot you will never you will never find yourself like in a position where okay uh, the state is perfect. Like like you you will never. The idea of perfection doesn't exist. You, you create everyone has its own idea of perfection, and every time that you impose your idea of perfections on other on others, they they will reject it because everyone thinks on its own, and that's mm-hmm. like the beauty. It's not like we are all different by DNA, and it's not like a, a bug. It's a feature. 
must be to enhance like our su su survivability as a species if we want to think about yeah, uh, humans itself. But uh, like talking about uh, inflation and stuff, like you can like people see that the banknote it's always five euros, ten euros. They don't think that they're purchasing because they cannot see. If if you think like uh, of a banknote as a ruler, and every time that uh, the, the uh, uh, central bank prints the rule that the banknote decreases, the ruler decreases, mm -hmm. they will actually understand. Like I, I, I tried to like when I did my thesis, I I, I did this chart. Uh, I know that in the past nobody will see, but I can send it to you and maybe mm -hmm. attach this. So I, I I did like the exponential curve of the fiat currency and the BTC log chart. And I basically explained like the, the game of the, the rules of the game. So the fiat system needs to print dollars forever, else that become unsustainable. BTC on is the opposite, is finitely scarce, and it was like like we want it to be finitely scarce. It's the only scarce things that we can uh, see in reality because we made up, okay? We created from software. So we can using math. We can say we that that is scarce and it's infinitely scarce. So thus, in a long time frame, it appreciates against the dollar that is the current unit of account. So think about a table. You first measure it with a ruler whose length is one meter, and you find out that the length of the table is exactly one ruler. Okay, one meter, one. Ruler. Now the ruler is shorter and the length is ten decimeters. So. Now the table is 10 rulers, okay? Now the ruler is one centimeter and the table length is 100 rulers, okay? So the question is, is the table larger, longer? No, you are just measuring with a ruler that is getting shorter. And it only appreciate, only in appearance, it looks large, like longer because you are fooled by thinking that now it measures more rulers. So now substitute the ruler with the US dollar. Mm -hmm. okay. You will understand that BTC is not appreciating, but the dollar shrinking. That's why we plebs say one BTC is equals to one BTC. This is called money deception, and 99% of the people doesn't get don't get it. Like they don't, like, you can see they cannot figure it out. Like it's like a, a, a magician, like a magic trick. Okay, doesn't really matter uh, what you actually are doing. It matters more what people believe you are doing. Like all, like Ayek, Ayek, for instance, one one of the greatest like human being. Like uh, I really enjoyed his reading. It was a magician, and it could like um, see that. It doesn't really matter uh, what it, yeah, indeed. If you know what people look, what how people think, you can deceive them. And you can like make them believe whatever they, they won't understand because they think that it's real. Hmm. And, and, and you can see like these war narratives in social media everywhere. Mm -hmm. like, uh, Yep. The war on terror, the war on drugs, the war on COVID, 
And the world will never feed. Yeah. Like people just stop absorbing information and just like think. Mm-hmm. So I like you need to think. Okay. You really do. And so, so I actually that there's one thing I want to, uh, before we move on from this, uh, like that this point of inflation, and uh, I want to talk to you a bit more about your thesis as well. Um, something Parker Lewis said, I, th- I think it was on an interview, or it might have been during his presentation at Bitblock Boom, which I was watching on on YouTube, uh, when he was delivering that. And he said something along the lines of and sorry, Parker, if I'm uh, butchering this, but basically, the value of any product trends towards its original cost of or marginal cost of production so now if you apply that to fiat currency the marginal cost of production is zero so therefore if the value of any product and if we agree that fiat currency is a product just like anything else it's a product marginal marginal cost is zero the value is going to trend to zero that no one could ever that said, like Voltaire, Voltaire uh, already said that. Like, okay. Ultimate currency ultimately will go to zero because there's nothing backing it. And Bitcoin is backed by two things energy, like really one thing energy. If we believe humans as like kind of energy that can choose by the drop, so like it's pleb energy, poor energy. And you cannot uh, pure, pure pleb well, energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you can see that, like, like plebs are great, like all the memes, all the memes and stuff, they allow like uh, the people to perceive Bitcoin as real. Okay, if you create like we have a logo, like yeah, like 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 countries, like is a country real? No, they just said okay, we we got a flag, a bunch of uh, um, you you say that the government uh, the the head. But is the, is the government real? It's not, it's just a fiction that is useful for people to cooperate and work together as a whole community and stuff. But now it seems to me that like reality is stepping in, okay? The idea of public health, the idea of a government, the idea of there is this uh, perfect, so doesn't exist. And it's, you can feel it in real life, like normies, cannot explain stuff. I like, they, they, they literally cannot. Okay, I see that because, because like, they always say, they always say, okay, if you are smart, you think outside the box. But the smart people would tell you there's not the box in the first place. Right. You created, the, like, if you say like, there is box? a box, <laughs> if, you say, if you say there is a box, Everyone believes there is a box. Mm-hmm. They imagine the box. As my people say, no, there is no box. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like that. Right. Let, let's let's talk about. So your thesis that you've just uh, you know given in to your Fiat University has no, 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 all no, no, been no, on no, Bitcoin. No, is that right? Huh? Did Did you do your thesis for your university course on Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah, so you've given was, you've given this name, like a document into all of your fiat economic teachers. Uh, are you yeah, blowing their I, mind? I, I, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, okay, okay, okay. 
Uh, this is a funny story. Okay. I started like writing my thesis on my own, mm-hmm. like everything I knew and put it with the graphs and stuff. And then I sent it to the professor and the professor completely rejected it. Said, this is kind of, uh, 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 she said that like, she wrote something like, this is a, a, a like, a com- like a manifesto for Bitcoin. I will never put my, my signature in that. And in that moment I said, okay, I'm doing the right thing. And if I can trigger her emotion, say, oh no, I will never say. And then like, I, I, I had really put like, strong ideas in the thesis and I had to reframe in the academia form because we're playing the student uh, professor game. So I had to rewrite it, uh, put it like uh, more a normy way, we would say. <laughs> Like, and, um, and then uh, I submitted it and uh, she said it was so fine and uh, it's okay. Like, uh, but, but like, I couldn't really express myself with that thesis. And that's a problem of educational system mm-hmm. because you, you prevent people uh, expressing their own perception. We- like, I really love like what you are trying to do. Like also I listen to the podcast with Michael Cero and uh, these yeah. ideas that like eventually eventually like you will not judge people by the degree by the mm-hmm. credential but you, you will hire people that first they can think about and they can solve problems well let, let's like the, the original idea of a university was to bring together those people that had uh, developed big ideas, big thinking, and were ready to challenge the narratives and let's hash this out and let's try and, uh, you know, figure, uh, figure the world out, right? Now it's completely upside down. You, here we are, we have a young man who's bringing new ideas to the table in a perfectly valid way at a perfectly valid institution with a brilliant kind of thesis and it's all played out, but you just get smacked down. Like, no, we, we can't have thinking like that here. This is this is a university education should be an open conversation. Please support my my initial thought that these these professors, like most of them, like are over sixty years old. They mm. like they can't barely know what a computer is. They they think everything. They are grounded in their reality and their rules. And they never and they never understood like reality changes constantly, like with time. Okay, that that, and if you cannot like adapt yourself to the constant changing, you 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 will be left behind. But but they want to stick to the rules because they believe they are the professors, because like they believe that they can tell you what is right, what is wrong. When like in absolute terms, there is no right, no wrong. It's made up. Like it's a concept. Okay, we made it up. So by definition, by definition, there, there's no teacher. Like the only teacher that can exist is yourself. And how, can, how, how do you learn? You learn by challenging the, the narrative, by like, like kind of balancing the equation. Um, like you, you have to challenge them. Like you, like, with reasonable assumption, of course, like you kind of like go crazy because they otherwise they will believe that you're full and they will never take it seriously. But like 
like um, was Steve Jobs stay angry, stay foolish? Means that, that, like you like if you want to really learn in the in the real world, you have to fail. Okay, you have to uh, you know like you have to challenge the the ideas that are put in place that became reality, but the idea will never become reality. Like what you see is the personal interpretation of the idea of a single individual with its own background, its own uh, personal experience, and its own idea of how you should live, okay? So when you look at when when you apply this to like uh, Satoshi, for example, he had the idea. I mean, obviously, he had built on the work of the others before him, who for you know yeah. a couple of decades had been building up this idea of uh, not an electronic cash system. Uh, he he bought of those ideas altogether, and then he mixed in his own little special source and his own idea, and then he released it to the world. Uh, has his idea become reality or how do you view that when you kind of go down that thought process? Like, like Bitcoin, I, I can think like in uh, probabilistic terms, like every single individual has a choice to choose whether Bitcoin is a reality or is not a reality. So um, the more you learn about Bitcoin and you will learn like about all the incentives and stuff, uh, the more like uh, your probability will tend to one. Okay, is it, it, it is either zero, so it doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. Uh, Bitcoin phase, Bitcoin is dead every time, or it is a one. And with Bitcoin, like your marginal cost, like of uh, making it real, is zero. Uh, you just have to buy, and you can buy with a limited piece of paper because they will be a limited piece of paper, a limited like currency. So what's the point? Like, like if you are fighting Bitcoin, you are fighting time. You are playing a finite game, okay? If you expand, uh, I, I don't know, can you hear me? Yeah, perfectly. If, if, uh, if you uh, lengthen your uh, time perception, you will see that Bitcoin is kind of inevitable. Because the more people join the network, the more they're incentivized to make it real, and the more it's like self-fulfilling prophecy. Like a, a country, okay, an idea, like uh, the president of a country, not a country, okay, the president of a country decided that Bitcoin was real, but why? Because playing by the rules of the game, he would always be a loser. It would never like choose freely. Okay. So, so yes, uh, the more you, you learn about it, the more like you, you can choose to make Bitcoin real. And basically, you know, Michael Saylor is a really uh, smart guy. I would like to talk with him one time, but. Um, he is basically playing by the, the rules of the game and is cheating. So we call it a, a, a speculative attack against the dollar. But it's actually like Bitcoin is the cheat code. Can you hear me? 
Yes. Uh, yes. So um, yeah, 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 to, to apply this to then, um, you, you can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, I can hear yeah. you. To apply this to what um, Sailor's doing with uh, MicroStrategy, for example, like he sat at the, the Monopoly board, he's understood exactly the rules, the incentives, he's understood who he needs to make alliances with, has made those alliances. Yeah. Uh, for example, issuing the bonds and, uh, you know, borrowing fiat tokens at very, very cheap. And then putting all of that, moving these chips across to a different game board, you know, essentially. Yeah. It is like allowing, like, it's telling, like, we can play another game and we don't need them. Like, the central bank in the Monopoly game is uh, Bitcoin. And as long as like uh, people, uh, like there, there, there is need, there, there is a real need. Like, okay, we are like um, Western countries, we can, we are like uh, benefiting somehow from the system, especially like my colleagues in universities, they cannot really uh, understand that, uh, like, all, all the uh, policy interventions, like IX said, has monetary policy ever done any good? And he believed it's not. And mm. I, I agree. I agree. Why? Because there is no real good policy for everyone. There is no perfect policy. That is the idea of communism where someone from uh, the, the same idea of God or that doesn't exist. Okay, you can, you can use the idea to try to put it, the idea in reality, but reality does, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. my, for example, you, my, my idea of a utopian paradise is going to be completely different to your idea of a utopian paradise. Yeah, it, and that's why we need Bitcoin because with Bitcoin, like I think Bitcoin is ultimately like the energy source to preserve your uh, independence. I, since we uh, all agree that we need money to cooperate and stuff, but essentially, like money is uh, is a, a tool that you have to transform your ideas, your vision in reality. Okay. So like, like the same concept of work. Are you really working if you want, like just to express your ideas? No, you do it for pleasure. Like what struck me the most, like when Michael Sayers said, I have already everything. Like I have a private jet, uh, I have uh, five villas, uh, I can do like yachts. He, he, can, he, he has everything. What doesn't he has? Like he, he needs to. He doesn't have uh, enough Bitcoin. Yeah, <laughs> nobody like has. Like the rest <laughs> of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one will ever have enough Bitcoin by definition. Uh, but like, the, the ethos, like the ethos of Bitcoiners. Bitcoiners are believers, believers that they can change the world. And like, yeah, we are the crazy ones, <laughs> literally. <laughs>
We had the crazy one, like, can't believe that I can change the world, we will do it. Because nobody, like, like, uh, like he, I believe that at that point of life, like you have everything, you, you need to find a purpose for living, okay? As I said before, uh, you, you humans are parasites of ideas. If you don't have like an idea, you know the cheat code, okay? Like, so what? I, I need to find something to do in my life, no matter how my, how my how, like money is just a tool to realize your ideas. Like you can be completely free and, uh, and happy, as long as, of course, you, you have enough food and a shelter. Uh, otherwise, that is like just trying to survive. But once you reach uh, a level of uh, uh, basically like security, we could say, uh, you need something more. Like humans need to believe they are part of something bigger and something that can help the world moving forward and help others. That's why like we created states, that's why we created the rules. We, we believe that the rules are optimal policy and like, and now the, the narrative is changing and it's changing faster than ever, thanks to the internet, thanks to all the technology we have. And we'll fight forever because their job, their reality depends on maintaining uh, the illusion of that idea that is not working anymore. For instance, like Trudeau said, okay, we know that we have fundamental rights and uh, you, we, we actually couldn't uh, force you to get a booster, get vaccination, but we will find um, another way around, like uh, a kind of cheat code because we want to do so and we will. Plain English, he said, we know the rules of the game, we don't give a fuck, we will do it anyway because we want to. We are the same. Like everyone is fighting, but Bitcoin is grounded in reality. They, they, their job is grounded in ideas. Bitcoin is grounded with energy. They, 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 their jobs are grounded in the hyperuranium. In the, wow. And and as long as people believe that they cannot choose on their own, that they have uh, uh, they have to follow rules that by themselves they, they oh, come on. you can recognize that some like most of the COVID rules are like shit. Like come on, uh, you can go out like you have to wear a mask outside. And for instance, like the uh, uh, the government of Israel like uh, published a document where it said like uh, yeah we don't have scientific evidence that mask works but we still demand the public to put the masks to let them educate because there is a pandemic shitty like if you think about it what's the point there is no point to the, no, the, the. The point is that the point is that each player is making its own self-interest by definition. And if you're interested, like I studied international politics and government in the uh, bachelor, and the only interest that uh, the politician has is to be reelected. How to be reelected? Or convince the medium vote. 
the median voter. And nowadays, like the median voter is like in Italy, it's uh, above 50s. Uh, he wants to go to the pension. Uh, so, so politicians make promises about pensions. Uh, like, so does it like they change the rules the of the game yeah. whenever they want, right? Yeah, easy, easy, and and like you, you like you have a, an option, okay? You really have like if you are wealthy. Like Warren Buffett, they have the option to say, I don't want Bitcoin to make, make real. But like, I'm thinking about myself. Do I really have an option? No. Like, either I, I, I will like follow the rules forever. And what's the purpose of life at that point? Yeah. So yeah, good luck so following like, those rules, man. Yeah, yeah. There's no rules. Literally, but if, like the only rule like, I, I can think about it, it's uh, the idea that you don't want, like what is real? What is real is when people suffer and you can see, okay? You can understand like, but suffering itself, it's a way to learn, okay? Uh, for instance, a baby, when a baby cries, you don't know why he's crying. It probably like you don't. It doesn't understand anything. Like when you're born, you cry. You you don't know what 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 you are. What are you? You just cry. And then like uh, parents teaches things that kind of give the instrument to the child to develop its own personality and stuff. That, that, that's real education. But ultimately, you have to set your child free to to choose. Okay. And, uh, and uh, I don't know. I, Man, uh, this has been, I tell you, it's, it's been great. It's, it's been uh, watching you, you go through these, these thought processes. Uh, it's, it gives me a lot of hope for the future that somebody as young as yourself is having these huge internal I, dialogues and, uh, and, and thoughts and everything that uh, is, you know, swimming around your mind and trying to make sense of this is amazing. I mean, the only way like you can make fact like you need to develop a narrative such mm -hmm. way that you can fit all the pieces together. Like we say connect the dots. When you connect the dots, you, you realize like, like every single second, like you can choose zero one. Okay, I can think about uh, you know drinking. And is it real that I will drink? I decide first. So if I don't drink, zero. If I drink, it becomes one. It's like that this thought process that is really uh, at the ground of, uh, of human species, I guess. And then we develop all the instruments that are functional for people to keep thinking and to keep the infinite game going. Okay, so like, uh, but, but, but yeah, what is real, I, I, I would say E is equal MC squared, like energy. Like you cannot live without energy. Like you can, we, we, we wouldn't exist without sun. Okay. And we wouldn't exist without <laughs> the Big Bang itself. So like making sense of reality, 
like you can do it with uh, words, but words will never uh, depict reality itself. Yeah, it's so by definition. It's so difficult getting all of these ideas out there, right? I've listened to so many podcasts and uh, hosted so many podcasts, and when we get talking about these things, it's so difficult to put into words what uh, what we're trying to convey. But uh, this is all part of the learning process, yeah, I mean, right? So, yeah, 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 like, and it's continuum. Like you, you never stop as long time follows because you always learn something new, new because people keep doing. Uh, some people like love routines; they do all the stuff every time, and they enjoy kind. Yeah, of, like buying uh, Bitcoin every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think about that's a good Bitcoin. routine. <laughs> no, no, I, I really think about Bitcoin as uh, um, a veto power. Okay. We can play both games, okay? Like now we are in the transition. But yep. Bitcoin is a veto power on the narratives that you will inevitably like hear and stuff. And, and Bitcoin gives you the, the freedom to choose and it's uh, fuck you money. Okay? So <laughs> I, got, I got one for you. With all okay. of these thoughts you've been having, thinking very deeply about uh, this, have you thought about this one very important question? If you had one orange pill left to give to somebody, who would you give it to and why? Uh, okay, okay. Last time I said, uh, <laughs> like, uh, my mother, but yeah. Uh, and, and did that work uh, yet? Are you still working on uh, on mama? I kind of like uh, she doesn't... Uh, really fully understood it and it's maybe like she should like she it's is cross uh, we have to bear my friend it's uh you know uh, it's, a, it's a common story in the bitcoin space but uh, we have time and we we have the yeah, energy yeah, yeah, like, and we have the like, drive <laughs> so who's it who is yeah, it now are you, are you sticking with mom or are you gonna go uh um, elsewhere um, I, I i would say that everyone like of my age should get orange peel because I can see them that they, 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 they literally do stuff and they don't believe in them. They keep on doing because they cannot think, they think in boxes, okay? Think there is no box you can develop. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, I think that like, especially like- uh, uh, And how, how old some, are you? So, so we, can, we can make sure those listening are-, are good. 22 okay 22. so t 22 and younger yeah like because because i don't want them to feel trapped by narratives okay i want to them to think on their own and uh, and that's it like i really want like young people to first read the rule the, the rules of the game understand the reality, their character, their, their, uh, their, which kind of player are you now? And then dig into the rabbit hole. It's like, it took me uh, basically all my life till like, it's learning, keep on learning, 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 learning. And you like Bitcoin, it's probably like, if I if I could like uh, really uh, re 
uh, create a new educational system, it would be like a subject, would say, Bitcoin. Uh, just Bitcoin, like read the white paper and then read also all uh, the uh, Satoshi Nakamoto comments like, uh, uh, if you don't get it, uh, I have no time to explain it to you. Like, that itself is like, you need to dig more. So you, like, don't you want to understand it? Like, it's really like the purpose to, to learn is to understand things. And, and that, 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 that that's would be enough for me to make people like think. We really, but thinking like on their own terms, knowing all the narratives and stuff. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. all people that of my age. Great answer, man. Really appreciate everything um that we've talked about today and and you putting your hand up to come on again and uh, and discuss these ideas i love it when the plebs reach out so you know it's always uh, a it's always a, a thrill to to hear from those listeners that uh, have you know gone through these changes gone through these thoughts and are brave enough and willing to to come on the podcast and share them with all the other plebs so uh, you know i really appreciate you doing that thank you i was like i'm so grateful that you ask me <laughs> because <laughs> I would like to go also to other podcasts, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, start I, one up in Italian. Uh, no, I, I would, I would never do it in Italian because it would be redundant. Like Sailor said, like, I, we, like we could uh, uh, make all the courses in sailor.org in mm -hmm. all the languages. Uh, is it like, no, is it of it now you you want people to learn stuff and like we have one meter we have uh, kilos we have language and english language is by definition like the one which is the protocol nowadays so i would do it in english because people like you have to learn uh, your own language of course and yes. then like the more you learn the better it is yeah, <laughs> there's no way around and and yeah maybe maybe uh, Matt, I, I was actually thinking about uh, trying to express in words what are my thoughts and start writing a book. So I uh, will see. We'll see. Uh, oh, man, uh, that'd be I'm, awesome. Well, I, 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 I try to do my best. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, yeah, we, we'd I, love to. Um, and maybe one day we'll be able to get to see the uh, the thesis that you put forward to uh, your, your Keynesian economic uh, uh, teach. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for all right, brother. and when i come up with a better like uh way of thinking i, I will invite you and hopefully i will be hosted again excellent <laughs> take care alessandro great to I, see you again and uh, i look forward to uh, the next thank time. You. and merry christmas and uh, enjoy holidays uh, as long you as too, like, we are allowed yeah, exactly. thank you <laughs> thank you bye bye well thank you so much again Alessandro for giving up your time and sharing your thoughts it's so hard for us to get out in words what we're trying to think sometimes even in our own native tongue let alone trying to translate that from high level thinking in your native language to getting that across in a different language uh, believe me, I know, trying to explain Bitcoin in French to people is, oh, goodness me, that's, uh, that's a struggle, but that's what we're here for, right? 
Yeah, it's, uh, this is how we learn, this is how we change, this is how we adapt, and uh, well, let's go, plebs. Like, uh, yeah, bring the noise. Uh, any plebs are welcome on the show. I think everybody that listens regularly knows that now, so if you uh, have something to say, just hit me up in the DMs and let's try and set something up. I'd love to, uh, love to keep the pleb network alive and, and make sure that uh, you know that there's something else for the for the listeners to grab onto to know that there are other people out there that think the way they do or are struggling their way through uh, trying to think through some of these big topics you're not alone it can be lonely place at times uh, but there's more of us than you could ever imagine and uh, it's so important that we have these conversations have a great end of year guys thank you so much for listening support the show sponsors you know where to find them in the show notes hit up the links you can go find swan bitcoin relay bitcoin reserve and coin corner they are your stacking places to go get your bitcoin then take control of your bitcoin use the bitbox 02 hardware wallet shift crypto have you covered amazing piece of kit if you want to get across to the party in Miami, 6th, 9th of April, 2022, hit the link, save 10% on all your tickets. I look forward to the next one. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening.